Welcome, welcome, welcome to Hard Narrow Hosers. I'm Kyle and I'm here with Alex. Howdy. We are the Hard Narrow Hosers. I think I already said that. Yeah, yeah, you did. Yeah. It's it's bright and early. We've got rain. Except- We've got rain this morning instead of snow, so that's fun. Because, <laughs> yeah. yeah, because we keep getting snow every morning. And it's so sad. But yeah, we're back. And yeah, what's new with you? I see I see you've lost trees in the backyard. Yeah, yeah, doing some some yard work, you know, some some ACL friendly activities. Yeah, well, that's good. You AK not riding. Not riding. Well, I'm not I mean, I'm not doing too much riding either just yet. Yeah, it's still S- since the snow and the stuff still. Yeah. Still fighting through that middle of April. But the great white north. Yeah, exactly. Had to road trip more coastal. Yeah. Last weekend, get a little get a little ride in, get the fix of some proper riding. Yeah. Where there's no snow. A little bit of frost, no snow. So it was good. We can yeah. deal with that. Yeah, frost makes it you know tricky when it's that two or three inches below and you're like, I have traction and as soon as you need it and it all just blows out and you're back to ice, you're like, Oh hundred percent. I've the weekend before last No, no, last weekend. Cause it was was it Easter weekend, I think? Last weekend? Yeah. 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 So the Friday, good Friday, went out riding locally here. There's lots of frost. Wrecked both radiator guards. Yeah, broke the... I know. So sad. So I got trail tech guards. They're a little... They look a little thin, a little brittle. Proved I was right. Um, But yeah, so the bolt on the bottom mount kind of like... Well, the bolt hole, half, sheared off. Yeah. So that's not great. And then on the other side, there was a serious side impact. (laughs) Dude... Due to due to frost, lack of traction, and oh, the uh, ground was harder than expected. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then I proceeded to crease that one in the middle, and then it broke on the bottom. Mm. Yeah. So I'm in the market for new radiator guards, new radiators, and new side shrouds. <laughs> oh, that's fun. <laughs> yes, it's like that, a whole new front of the bike. I know. I think I might be better. It might be cheaper to throw my bike away and go buy a new one. Anyways, anyways, we're we're gonna move on. So this actually, oh, I do I do have an announcement, which is good. <laughs> um, and this is a very very fitting, very fitting episode here because I am moving to Vancouver Island at the end of June. The infinite riding season. The infinite riding season. I'm so excited. Mm-hmm. So frost will be a thing of the past for me. Yeah, so excited. Um, yeah, moving down there into June. So very excited. Campbell River, more specifically. So if you are in Campbell River, um, get a hold of me. I would love for someone to show me around local trails, Campbell River, and also someone to show me around or multiple people around the Southern Island, Whiskey Creek, Cook Creek, whatever else is down there. All the, all the trails named after flowing water some yeah. rivers maybe something named after river, jordan river there's a lot of water flowing yes so yeah i'm excited about that i was thinking it was going to be later but yeah 
I'm going to get there right in middle of summer there. So very excited. Yeah. Yeah. But anyways, so the only reason that relates is because we did a women's episode with um, Lindsay and Ashley from Mud Honeys. Yeah. And it was exciting. They're very passionate people. Yeah. Great group. Yeah. It was yeah. awesome. Very enthusiastic. Yeah. Uh, I feel good. like we could have talked to them for double what we did just to cover all the questions that never got <laughs> yeah, asked and answered. List, yeah. 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 There's a, there's a list, but we, we made it through a bunch, got sidetracked a bunch, but it was a great conversation and, uh, yeah, no, it was awesome. Listen in, listen in and, uh, yeah. Let us know how it goes. All right. Without further ado. Oh yeah. Now that everybody's here, may as well get started. This is lovely. This you guys will be like our second, our second far away interview. interview. Remote interview. Yeah, first one is Jason Hamburg. And. Yeah, but no, we wanted to do a women's episode. It's been requested, and yeah, I thought you guys would be great people to interview because we'd like to interview someone more as a club as opposed to just some good rider lady and then make it more about her being a woman than a rider. So yeah. That's awesome. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Sweet. Very yeah. exciting. So it's still kind of surreal that people actually know who we are. So that's just it's kind of weird. Yeah. Yeah. Well maybe let's start yeah. with who you guys are. We can start with you, Lindsay. Uh do you want me to tell you who the mud honey is it or just uh, let's, let's start with uh, let's start with you who are you personally and then we'll get into the the mud honeys and what they're all about uh so i guess biking initially uh what brought you first dirt bike uh first dirt bike okay um i was probably 17 when i bought my first dirt bike my dad rode my boyfriend rode so it was pretty natural that i got into it i hung out at the track quite a bit um and I just kind of wanted to be a part of it. And I initially started motocross riding. Um, that was where it all and began. And actually, like, yeah, yeah, I rode a lot of track. Uh, the, my boyfriend at the time was a track rider. So it was just kind of natural to just hang out at the track with him and ride. But uh, I used to just kind of like get bored of riding track. And I used to, there was, we have quite a, a gnarly trail system on the island. And I used to just kind of like, you know, wander off and go kind of bomb around track and I found all these like crazy like trails and stuff and I used to just go ride by myself and I didn't really know anything about trail riding I didn't know it was actually a thing actually which is kind of weird and but I was just like this is like way more fun than hitting laps at the track for like hours and hours I was like I used to just go take off it was actually probably mostly mountain bike trails and that'll that says uh, something if you're enjoying riding trails (laughs) on a motocross bike more than riding motocross track for the motocross bike well right uh, what what was the bike yeah what was the bike uh okay well my first bike was an xr200 which i learned on so my dad taught me how to ride on that and uh and then i had i've had a ton so at the time when i was riding behind the track it was actually a cr250 so I really learned clutch control yeah. <laughs> at a yeah, at a young a, age, and uh, I didn't know any. Yeah, like I didn't know any different of actual good trail bikes, which is funny. I just kind of actually rode motocross bikes up until maybe 
I think 2017, I actually bought a KTM XEW and I was like, whoa, this is so much easier. <laughs> this is way <laughs> easier. Yeah. Yeah. So I rode like a SX. Well, my first bike was an XR200 and that I kind of grew out of it really quickly. Yeah. And then I got a CR125 and then uh, I had mostly track bikes. So CR125, CR250, uh, I tried a, the four stroke uh, YZ250F. Uh, oh boy! And then uh, I actually wasn't a big fan list. of the four strokes. And actually, I uh, I went into a bike shop and I was like, uh, I'm you know I'm riding motocross and uh, I'm kind of like in trails and stuff. And I'm like, what do you recommend for me to ride? And they suggested a CRF 230. And I was and they're like, oh, oh this no. is like the perfect bike for you. And <laughs> I didn't really. I didn't really think about it. And I was like, okay, sweet. That sounds pretty sweet. And I never got a chance to test it out. And they're like, this is like the perfect, perfect bike for. This is the bike for you. Yeah. This is the bike for you. And uh, I bought it and it was, it was garbage. (laughs) I mean, I shouldn't say that. The best thing about it was the sales pitch. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. The sales pitch. And it was like, and now that I, I work in a bike shop, I, you know, like I, I get like, they just, you know, they, they put the girls come in and they're like, okay, this this is the bike for you. And it's, it's really like, you know, you should really like learn the background of their riding and yeah, and no assumptions. And, and yeah. So, but it was new, like it was when four strokes were just coming out. This was like 2003, 2004 yeah. and it was new. So I heard all about like, you know, four strokes and and I really, like, yeah, I guess like the KTM hadn't really taken off a whole bunch, I don't think, and or even the off-road world in North America yet by that point. Yeah, yeah, no. So I actually ended up selling that and getting uh, an SX150. And then I've, I rode SX150s for 10 years, uh, and then I went to the XCW. So I love KTM 150s, and I'm still on a, a KTM 150. Yeah. Um, until next year i'm actually yeah i'm gonna move up to a 300 next year so yeah what do you want now Maybe. uh i have a few yeah i, I saw a, you've got the motocross bike and the enduro bike yeah so i have a ktm xcw 150 right now uh and then i have the my gas gas uh mcf 250 that's my motocross bike and i have a, a sherco uh 450 is my snow bike oh. Oh, so. fellow yeah. Sherco lover yeah. in the house. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we're kind of geeking out on bikes, but we'll... Um, uh, Ashley. Yeah. Your I turn. don't remember my bikes like Lindsay has. <laughs> well, how, how, did you get, how did you get into it? But who are you? Where did you start? Give us, uh, yeah, the story. What brought um, you to I started when I was young and actually my mom had a dirt bike, not my dad, which I just remembered a little while ago I thought that was pretty cool and she didn't ride it at all but um she did before us kids came I guess and my first bike was like a trail 70 and it was really old and it was a hand-me-down and it had like big handlebars that I would pretend it was my Harley yeah then had a huge seat so I could double my friends and dad welded some foot pegs on the back for my friends to hold their feet up oh, and the so tires good. were so bald that you couldn't go through puddles or you'd just fall <laughs> <laughs> I would wait for the dew to dry up in our farm before I would go for a ride or I just fell everywhere 
Yeah, and then um, I got upgraded to an RM80, and I remember loving that it had a power band. I thought that that was really cool. Everything you hoped and dreamed it would be? What's that? Everything you hoped and dreamed it would be? Yep, because (laughs) I got to try my cousins, so it was just way different than the Trail 70, for sure. Oh, there you (laughs) go. I don't know, Trail 70. No no power band on those. (laughs) No. (laughs) No, and I couldn't touch when I first started riding it. I'd have to ride up to our little fire pit so I could put my foot down. And my dad said, don't fall because you can't lift it back up. So I just made sure I didn't fall. And to shift it, I couldn't, like it had a really big shifter and I couldn't get my foot under it to lift up. So I'd actually use my heel. And so I always had to be careful that there wasn't a stump or something to break my ankle on. So oh, it's good. God. It was good times, but I loved it and I had so much fun. And, and, and there was no ankle yeah. breaking? Right? Nope. Perfect. Nope. <laughs> but I wasn't going in trails. I was like in a farm field. Yeah. So, and then when I got the RM80, then I could do stuff. I was a bit older then. I think I was 16. So I could haul it around and go find what we could find. And I kind of asked my dad for a dirt bike and I just had that in my mind because I tried out my cousins and it was faster. I didn't know what I was asking for. And he just got it for me. He must've been in a good mood that day. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. Yeah. And then, yeah, it was good times. And what are we riding now? And then I met my husband. Oh, um, I have a beta cross trainer. Oh, nice. Yeah. 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 Excellent choice. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. I, it's it's my bike. I think I found the one. Oh, good. And I definitely yeah, interrupted good. you there. You met your husband. Oh, and I had a bike and he didn't. And he thought that that was cool. I think that's why he liked me. And so after Same a little while, then your he dad liked your mom? One. yeah i guess so yep but he does he's done a great job of picking me out bikes as i've um i guess been riding longer and we've figured out what we wanted we started riding motocross together but we quickly went into off-road instead and uh he was actually one that reached out to us and he makes one of the hard enduro races right or he was uh, a yeah, part of that yeah. yeah 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 he is yeah we're so excited for that that's yeah. good. So, yeah. yeah. Excellent. So how did Mud Honey start? And how did that all become as big as it is now? So Mud Honey started, um, I guess it was 20, oh man, 2017. Oh, wow. um, Before I even got so into like dirt a, bikes. Yeah, four-year, five-year run. That's- yeah, so... Uh, Actually, um, myself and another uh, Mud Honey, our co-founder Bobby, um, we used to race. We've been racing together off-road since 2010, 2011 um, here on the island. And um, we didn't really have uh, women. Like we had probably about a, about 80 to 100 racers and maybe two, if we're lucky, uh, three girls uh, in the series. So um, we had, a, when we first met and started riding, we had a women's class and then uh, uh, we had the odd girl come in. So we had three of us, but uh, it pretty, pretty much we, was one very consistent. So they actually dropped the, the class and it was just uh, me and Bobby for uh, years, just riding in the men's classes. Yeah, uh, We had um, 
a bunch of kind of like we actually we really really met too many girls but if we did meet girls we were kind of like you know we would just pounce on them and be like hey like you ride too like you know like come ride with us like we were always like trying to find like you know guys girlfriends or just like the odd daughter or whatever like like come ride with us like and then we're like you know have you ever tried racing like you know it's super fun and they're like i'm not really uh confident racing against the guys and and it kind of just came up like you know if we had this ladies class would you come back and they're like oh yeah i would totally try it like i would feel way more comfortable just uh riding with with the women um so we um that's a pretty overwhelming experience being just like in the race environment with everybody there and especially being only two or three women there would be crazy overwhelming yeah yeah, first yeah um I, well, like, we we rode with men only, basically. Yeah, yeah. Like, but elbows yeah, out, like kinda, that's how yeah. we kind of latched onto each other um, pretty quickly and and pretty strongly because we were the only women that rode the type of riding we did on the island. Um, but yeah, most of our friends were men, so it was actually honest. It wasn't as being as uh, uh, I guess into the sport as long as we have and, and surrounded by as much. It wasn't as overwhelming, I would say, as uh, a new rider. Yeah. Um, or, yeah, or like a more inexperienced or something like that hasn't been on the scene as long. So it, it was kind of normal for me um, yeah. and for Bobby. But as far as like these new girls coming in, it was definitely, I think, very overwhelming. Because, I mean, it, it is scary. Guys are way more aggressive and, you know, intense yeah, with their racing. En- embrace people and encourage them to enter the sport. And then it, you're getting out there and it's like... You know, gloves coming off and everyone's it, you, yeah oh exactly just first turn is just like insane right so uh, alex becomes a different person when it's on when it's <laughs> <Yeah>. race day <laughs> yeah 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 oh some of us do too <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no helpsies right yeah yeah um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, um, <laughs> right yeah, yeah i know i know we got a couple girls on our team like that it's it's awesome and yeah ollie like one of the girls on our team she's just like she's game face she's on on, but she's having such a good time it's awesome and we just try to keep up that's perfect yeah yeah and i i've always been kind of i'm trying to change but i've always been like you know if i see anybody down or like struggling i'm just like oh i'll help you i'll help you and i i don't really care about like you know that's kind of what i gravitate towards as well but then i kind of have to make that mental mental thing in my head that's like okay no no like we're racing this is all I, in, this I, is all in good fun with everybody I, but we're racing everybody signed up for this experience they exactly they're getting into yeah yeah it's a race but. i'm trying to to be like that i've, I've been like that for the last couple of years just because yeah. i haven't been seriously racing for a few years because i was injured but um yeah i would just kind of go and almost sweep the class and uh, make sure that all the new girls that we brought in were having fun and you know they want to come back and they were having a good experience so i just made sure that everybody got through and um but uh yeah definitely uh this year i i had a pack with a couple other girls i was like no helpsies no helpsies you're on your own guys sorry so and that's it's that's why we've uh, made the podium box the uh, last couple weekends in a it, row hey yeah it's good to be back it's yeah. it's kind of funny i didn't think i'd be back up there with all the kids yeah so. <laughs> yeah it was yeah, yeah good. the hair scramble and then the motocross right yeah Both i didn't them. expect the motocross uh, at all that's just kind of a fun side wow yeah side thing for me yeah 
No, Absolutely. it's so fun. I love it. Yeah, I'd go just for the start gate, and I could pull off after the first corner. <laughs> like, <laughs> but the rest so, is pretty. I had a pretty good race yesterday. It was the ruts were pretty insane, but super fun. You're always jacked at the end of the race. You yeah, survived. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I rode a. Actually, kind of lied on my age, and I entered in the plus forty class. Oh, so I rode against like. <laughs> well, they had like fifteen guys in the class, and the whole gate was like. It was awesome. Like most of the uh, gates here are like seven, eight people, but the plus forties yeah. had like 15 or 14 classes. And I was in the plus 30 class and I was just like, Hey, I'm actually 40. <laughs> Can I ride with those guys? And they're like, Oh yeah, 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 totally. And it was like the funnest race ever. Like just good. to be on the start gate with like all these dudes mm-hmm. and they're this, they're just there to have a good time. Cause like, once you get to that age, you don't, you're not yeah. like, you know, everyone's like, going to work crazy and yeah. super competitive and everybody. Yeah. Everybody's just like, they're, they're all like talking shit to each other on the line and just like, you know, and I was just like, I'm going to take you guys out in the first point. It was so much fun. <laughs> and then of course they all passed me, but I still had a good time. So it sounds like the yeah. the initial mud honeys was kind of trying to gain that, that critical mass and bring people in the sport. Oh, and then there's yeah. the racing side. And then, uh, how's it grown from there? Oh yeah. Okay. We kind of got sidetracked, but no, uh, it's yeah. perfect. So, we, we do this. That's what we do here. <laughs> it happens. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. So it was just me and Bobby and we went to, so our president of, um, Vidra was, uh, Andrew Graman at the time. And, uh, we went to him and they're like, what can we do to bring back the ladies class? Cause uh, it, it just, we feel like there's a need for it. Um, and, and I think we could grow this. And uh, he's like, you know, as long as you promise to have, uh, three girls on the podium and I don't waste trophies, then, uh, you know, by all means we'll bring it back. And so we kind of like, that was like a challenge to us to have at least three girls at each race. And, um, yeah, we just started out and it was three and then four and then five girls per race. And then, uh, Ashley's one of the I new mean, recruits the, from you and Bobby. Yeah. Yeah. We, we met her at, I yeah, think those it was two 20. pounced at me. <laughs> oh yeah. Like first time we saw Ashley. It was my yeah. first race on the Island at the VMC and you guys were all over me. <laughs> That's what yeah, it's all about. So- Come join our church. Yeah. yeah, well, yeah. That's funny. That's yeah. what my wife yeah. says. She's like, ah, that dirt biking thing. It's not for me, but it's weird. It's like dirt biking is a cult. <laughs> it's like anyone you talk to, you try and convert them to get on dirt bikes and you try and yeah. get them to races. So it's a cult for sure. If you, if you bring 10 of your yeah. friends and they get 10 of their friends, we're going to have something here. Yep. Yeah, like we went, like I said, like we started with two, me and Bobby, two, three, just struggling to get a podium. Yeah. And then what did we have? How many women did we have, Ashley? Like 34 at Cook Creek? I don't know. We have, I think about. 30, yeah, we have, we have four, four classes, classes now. And, yeah, 30, mid 35. Which is yeah, awesome. Yeah, so, I mean, that's from 2017 when we had two. And then so it's grown. And when we had COVID, so like. Yeah. I, since we started the Mud Honeys events and stuff and encouraging the girls, we've gone like, it's, it's crazy. It's super crazy. Well, that's, you guys didn't just go make a, you guys didn't just make a racing class for the women though. You guys went out and you, you made a event for the girls to get together and ride together. Like yeah. you got rid of any intimidating factor and you built that community outside and then. Then you started and racing. I see yeah, it was just a natural yeah, the yeah. The racing was just kind of a natural progression to some of them. So Yeah, and I saw you guys so bring over um you bring over like Crystal and Courtney Schmale was over there. 
Yeah, yeah. That was a really good time, actually. Uh, so yeah, I think yeah. we'll have them back again in the fall. And we had Lexi uh, Pichot. Uh, well, we've had a, a few year break because of COVID, but uh, yeah. Lexi Pichot came right. out a couple years ago. And um, this summer, we've got uh, Christy Richards. So we're super excited about that. And uh, I'm hoping we have another coach, which uh, we haven't confirmed yet, but when we do, we'll announce it for sure. Uh, it's going to be, a, I'm so excited to have the event back this year. Um, we've got uh, Daniel Wesley playing. I don't know if you'll, on the island, everybody knows. So we got uh, some music, we got uh, clinics, uh, we got like Whiskey Creek, super fun place to ride. It's, uh, you know, guided trails. And yeah. Alex food has been there. And prizes. Yeah. I, re- I really like Whiskey Creek. That was my first island experience. And it just seemed like an endless oh. maze. Of like yeah yeah it's well blown in it's firmy flowy it, yeah 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 we have our whiskey creek race uh, come up in two weeks it's probably our most popular for sure every uh, year with uh, like the two sides sounds like you have a really good community uh, and supportive events and encouraging learning and, and teaching uh, do you see kind of more people coming out for the social side and the the clinics, uh, yeah, more? like the the learning, yeah, I guess, uh, or clinics versus socials, um, versus races. Uh, well, for women, I definitely the social. I think yeah. racing is still super, super intimidating. Like it's taken a lot of encouragement for for yeah, the girls to get them that. out. Um, but like with the camp out, it's just it's just a big girls' weekend, so it's just gr- like you know bring in their friends that haven't really rode much we usually have rentals at the event so we can get them learning and um yeah it's just like a big basically girls weekend party so i i definitely think that we get more people out to the the more social the club uh stuff um but i mean in saying that we've had some crazy huge numbers in our racing in the last uh year so that's probably i think also like that was a big thing with like the uh, that's probably paying off from yeah, all the like, groundwork that you're putting in on, you know, growing this community of people to, uh, it just adds yeah, to the confidence I, come race weekends and whatnot as well. Yeah. Yeah. You definitely yeah. see familiar faces and the girls that they don't have friends, they make friends there. And we've also seen other girl riding groups come from it in different areas of the Island. So yeah, it's not even on, uh, well, it's not even just all on the mud honeys now to take people out because now the other the girls have branched out and they've made their own groups. And something that I find super interesting with girls dirt biking is it's not the typical um, atmosphere you get, say, stereotype with office jobs. Sometimes women get a bad rep for that, but you come to these mud honeys events and it's like smiles everywhere, everyone encouraging each other. They're just different when it's off road. Same with, I went to um, Destry Abbott had his first girl camp and I got to go to that. And it was his first one and he was actually nervous, but by the middle of it, he he made a comment about how different the women were encouraging each other. He said, guys are competitive with each other and trying to one up each other. And women are just like, so happy when you make the thing he taught you and we're cheering each other on. And it's just a contagious energy that it's really cool. It's, it's exciting. And if you don't like dirt biking as much by the end of it, you love it because you get this excitement and that community. Yeah. Everyone. Yeah. Pulling together. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. I think that comes back to the old culty factor. Yeah. We, we see that. Yeah. In, yeah uh, different rides, different people, even different, 
different places. Yeah, you absolutely. Go, some places have that community that's really positive, and I don't know. It feels really good. It does. Dirt bike probably dirt biking humbles us enough that it always yeah. takes us yeah. back. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. We gotta rely on each other and be yeah. friends. There's to always the somebody better than you too, especially always. when you least expect it. Yeah. Yeah. Usually on the next hill, you clear one, they clear the next. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, excellent. Um, I guess we go, uh, plans for the mud honeys. We're, you know, just yeah. in, in the growth of that. Where do you guys see the, uh, the club and community going in the future? Where do you, where do you hope to see it? Uh, if you're going to, you know, it's been five years, you've seen a ton of growth. Where five years from now? That's I don't know if question. there's a lot more that we could do because we only have so much time because we did our five, five, nine ride fundraiser and not that we necessarily want to do fundraiser rides but this one was really special to all of us here uh we started a moto night third friday every friday just girls to get together and ride we got a weekend ladies event each year and we have a day event each year i don't know if i can do any more than that oh and we promote women's racing so if we if we hear that a girls class has been cut even if we don't race that series we kind of made a little noise yeah. I wasn't naming names. <laughs> I'll do yes. it. Yes. I, I saw it happen. Kyle's firing yeah. shots over there. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, that was, I was happy with how that turned out by the time it was all said and done, but. And that's perfect. Yeah. Like, I think that's a great thing oh, for yeah. your club to do as well is just advocate for that, especially, well, even if it's not more in the enduro side or the single track size, just dirt biking in general well, and getting opportunities. Yeah, absolutely. And just, yeah. Yeah. Like we, yeah, we, we have kind of shown what works and, um, you know, when you're eliminating women's racing classes, it, yeah. it's, you're just killing it. And, uh, so one goal that I'd like to do now that I'm, I mean, I'm not, now that you're a serious motocrosser? Like, yeah. So now that I'm back in the motocross scene, it's actually like, you know, I, I think it needs help. Um, there's really not many women uh, in motocross. I mean, even since I was younger, we used to have 14, 15 girls on the line. And, you know, um, we're lucky now to have five or six. So it's really died, actually. Um, I think motocross has actually died quite a bit in general on the island here. I, our enduro scene has really, really taken over. And I mean... I, I love motocross and um, I really want to, that's kind of one of my, maybe my own personal goals. And, and if the, I can use the backing of mud honeys to help it, but to actually really try to, to grow uh, the women back in the sport uh, in the motocross side of things. So, uh, and really fill those gates again. And, and again, it's just basically, it's just like when I, when I ask the girls to come out and ride the track, they're just like, you know, that's, that's scary. The tracks are super scary. And I'm just like, you know, yeah, I mean, but you know, you don't have to go out and huck every jump right away. Like if, as as long as you kind of go out with somebody and follow them on the track or just see, it's not that bad. It's, there's no logs out there, you know, there's no greasy roots. It's a, it's a flat open plane. You can go as fast or slow as you want and, uh, and just progress uh, on your own as, as you know, as slow or as fast as you want to uh, having someone so who's very aware of your abilities and knows you as a rider to take you through things that you trust. 
Um, like uh-huh. coming to track and having a guy that's just like, oh yeah, we can go and knowing that I'm pretty capable off-road and like towing in, in, me into things. I'm like, I, I'm not coming off this lip at this speed. Like, you know, having somebody who's aware of, you know, and setting up for success on the track is, I think is a big part of it. Having the right. Yeah. Huge. Yeah. So we started, um, uh, track nights, uh, here in Nanaimo at the motocross track uh, every third Friday. And uh, our first night, it was absolutely miserable, like pouring rain. It was like, I didn't even want to go. I was like, nobody's going to show up. <laughs> it's like March. It's like plus two. It's like half snow. The track conditions like were absolutely shit. <laughs> uh, it's just, it, was, it was awful. And then I, uh, I showed up uh, late. I, I work a bit late. So I had someone open the gate and I rolled up and there was, there was about 15, 16 girls just like all smiles covered in mud, just having a good time. And I was like, holy shit, they actually showed up. So, I mean, we have another one coming up this Friday and, um, you know, just as it, yeah, I think it just, it'll, it'll, it, this is like the base and we're, we're, we're setting the base and then hopefully it grows and, you know, and maybe we'll see the numbers start to grow in the, in the racing on this side. So I hope we'll see. Yeah, absolutely. And obviously like if Mud Honey starts pushing the um the motocross like they did the single track and the enduro, then like it can't help but grow, you would think, especially if you've got your thirty or forty ladies in in the enduro yeah. side now. Yeah. Or just use the same, you know, tactic tactics we used with the mud yeah. honeys and having these classes there. Um, you know, if they're not there again, like it, I, I like again saying like I rode and raced with guys my whole life to just line up with 15, you know, men, yeah. it would just be scary and scary for me to line you know, up with 15 it, it would, men. To the normal, like, yeah, normal, you know, new lady, it definitely would be. So yeah. it's, we don't have the option. We do have one lady. Well, we have the, our girls class. Uh, they did keep it. VIMX did keep the, the girls class. So we were super excited. And uh, there were seven girls. Uh, one of the bigger classes, actually, this weekend. They had seven girls <laughs> on the line in the girls class. So that Way was really awesome. To them. That's going to feel like a huge win, yeah. eh? That's got to be a big win. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, well, why don't you cut plus 30? Only three of you guys showed up. Yeah. <laughs> so we had seven girls. Plus 30. Oh, that's like. That, that should be the bread and butter. That should, yeah. It's going to say, I'm pretty sure that's over half of the people that ride here. It's like prime midlife yeah. crisis. Yeah. That's yeah. prime midlife crisis. So if, if you feel like cutting a class, you know. Oh, that's good. <laughs> I like that. I don't think we need to encourage any plus 30-year-old men. I think they're doing fine on no, their no. own. So. Yeah. Alive and well. <laughs> Alive and well. So yeah. um, maybe we'll yeah, dive into like yeah. bikes. Yeah. And All right. so I guess in the enduro world, uh, setting them up, like uh, now getting to the off-road um, uh, cross trainer and the uh, key time you said XCW. Mm-hmm. Like, I thought uh, you had two gas gas bikes. Is it just the one? I, yeah, I just have the, for now, I'm, I'm, I'll be picking up an EC300 fairly soon, but uh, oh. I'm still riding my XEW 150. So, yeah. I guess in, in setting them up, like they're, they're pretty tall bikes. I'm not sure. I'm like, how tall are you? 
I'm 5'8". Yeah. So uh, if you have any questions on the height of bikes, that would be an Ashley question. <laughs> okay. I survive. I, I've only lowered uh, one of my bikes. Yeah. So I, that's a big thing for uh, most of the girls. I don't. Uh, I try not to lower them if I don't have to. I have um, a lowered seat uh, yeah. on mine. And uh, my XCW, I actually, the, the one bike I did lower was after two knee surgeries. I just needed a little bit uh, more confidence with... Uh, Myself and my bike. That's so the I same got surgeon the as Alex. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so I got my XEW lowered. Uh, yeah. This this one, the 150 lowered. Yeah. I so was listening. Just to get me back on. I was listening to the um, Brat Babes podcast with uh, Dylan from Trailbound Ladies. And that was her. She was saying that was like, the if you buy a bike, that's the first thing you should do. Just bring it to a suspension shop, lower it an inch. She said, just the confidence, being able to put your foot down and whatnot is just so much more important than anything. Yeah, yeah, 100%. I found that with all the girls that we bring in uh, and are starting out, we, uh, I, I, I don't, I think you can turn somebody off really, really quickly by teaching them on a a full-size bike. So if you can get them on, like, I'm a big fan of the KLX 140s. Um, the TTR 125s. Yeah. You know, it's not your it's your first bike. It's not your last bike. Just get on there. Get confident. You know, learn your clutch. Get really comfortable riding an actual bike, and then get into a full size bike. But definitely with uh, women, I find that the the being able to touch is huge. It's yeah. a confidence thing for sure. So, but once you do them up, yeah, lower your bike. You can always put them back up. That's yeah, and Absolutely. Ashley. Yeah. yeah. Uh, actually, actually how tall are you? <laughs> Depends if my back's out or not. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I'm 5'2", but once I measured and I was 5'2 and 3 quarters. Wow. But I also have more day. torso than legs. That's um, I have short legs. Yeah, I'm yeah. not. So, yeah. So a 38-inch seat height for a KTM just doesn't cut it for you. No, so I lowered my beta that I didn't actually even bother riding it. I just had it lowered and resprung and everything yep. for myself before yep. I did anything. And I, uh, just for my weight, my riding abilities, lowered as much as I could. Um, got, a, got a lowered seat from Moto Seat, and that's as far down as I can get. And I still maybe tiptoes yep. can touch. That's it. But it still makes a big difference because when you do get a little off balance, like I just fall over. There's no saving it. Yeah. <laughs> You're just yeah, down, absolutely. and and that gets tiring. Picking my bike up all the time, yeah, like that takes a lot of your energy. Not even riding, just picking it up and yeah. stuff. So, yeah, that saved me lowering it for sure, and and not just the lowering it, but getting it revalved. That that was the first time I actually really had it done for me, and. I, I couldn't believe what I'd been missing all those years. <laughs> well, I think I think <laughs> that would so be smooth. huge. Yeah, because they obviously, yeah, they're valves for people way heavier and just like it's not meant for a small person, really. Yes, no, and if you lower it, would just it. be awful for like roots. It'd be like riding a motocross bike in and well, in an ideal world, we're always on our pegs, but. I get thrown all over or, you know, I just like to stay on my pegs all the time, but that doesn't happen. And I, 
I prefer not to fall right away. So it saved me for sure. And, and not just lowering it, but revalving it properly so that the balance works properly. That was something I noticed when I switched from my 150 to the beta was that I just feel more planted and um, I don't feel, I didn't feel as top heavy. Like I, my bike is actually heavier than my last bike, but it feels lighter because everything is just distributed nicely and I feel planted on the ground. I don't, I can, I can maneuver easier on the bike. So I yeah, don't, more I, catered towards yourself as opposed to just generally. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was like night and day. Usually if I get a new bike, I it takes me a couple of weeks to get used to it. But as soon as I got on that bike, I was um, instantly in love with it. That's yeah. never happened before. Yeah. So set up uh, getting new bikes and setting them up. Uh, where where do you start? What, what are your, your go-to? Yeah, what's the first thing you do? Uh, uh, well, on the island riding, uh, you need uh, <laughs> rad guards, skid plate pipe guards, yep. hand guards. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. Basically, yep. you need to armor the shit out of it because you are going to crash. Yeah. <laughs> That's just <laughs> island riding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what we like, apparently. Um, so, yeah, just guard it up. Rad guards are huge. Uh, I am I like wraparound hand guards. I know some people. Oh, I was, I'm a big fan. Know. I like them. I've been injured by them where everyone says that they can break your fingers. I tore ligaments in my fingers. Yeah, caught on the clutch lever and the yeah the torque it around, but I still run them on. It's worth it. It's worth it's it. It's worth it. <laughs> I was thinking about yeah, I, I smashed my smash fingers. Really? I, well, because every time I fall, then the mud gets in there, and the last race, Ollie took me out. Oh yeah, love you, Ollie. <laughs> I tried to stop her. In all fairness, <laughs> I shouldn't have done that. Did the but throttle tube I stick? fell over, and so the whole race, I'm turning my. Gas yeah, on and off. Like ways, I had yeah. arm yeah. pumps so bad. Oh, <laughs> I was yeah. so tired. Yeah. But yeah. the amount I fall, I'm wondering if maybe I should do yeah, the other like way. The flip around yeah. levers, the non-breakable yeah. levers. Yeah. And uh, and I do. I already have those. Yeah. Plus, I have the I don't know the bar so, busters. Uh, so the other thing was uh, riding a snow bike that didn't have wraparound hand guards, and I'm just in that assumption mode. And broke that metacarpal in my hand uh, from punching a tree. So that also happened. Oh, I, <laughs> um, yeah. Not yeah. sure how close you get in the trees, but if. Yeah, yeah. we're close. <laughs> <laughs> Don't recommend it if, uh, if you're going to go punching trees. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's I tough. It's like, you know, yeah, I was raised on not having uh, the wraparounds because of the age old, you'll break your arm. You yeah. Know, you get your arm stuck in there and break something. So I was terrified of them. And then. Uh, and then I was like, nah, you know, I've been clipping, smashing my fingers so many times. I was just like, you know what, let me just try these. And it's been amazing. Because, I mean, it's very tight. The trails are, like, very, very tight, tight trees here. And, and it's kind of nice. Like, I, 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 love, I love them. I'll, I'll never go back. I don't, obviously don't ride them on the track. But yeah, on my enduro bike, I do. Um, yeah, definitely. So, wraparound handguards. Uh, rad guards are huge. Uh, skid plate. I'm a big pipe. I destroy my pipes. Absolutely destroy my pipes. So <laughs> even so with a, a, me a too. pipe guard, they're absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So even with the pipe guard, apparently I destroyed it. The pipe guard or the pipe guard that's attached to the skid plate, like that wraps out and is attached to the bike rather than the ones that like attached to the pipe. The big aluminum emperor uh, racing ones. They, yeah. 
they didn't have that combo for a 150. Oh, uh, they yeah. do for the 300s, but they don't for the 150. So I actually have uh, uh, yeah, the, the, yeah. just a, a separate. Yeah. So, so but I, I just found a, yeah, go. I, yeah, I have this skid pipe that's attached to the. The, yeah. Sorry, the yeah. skid plate and the pipe guard all attached to my bike. And my husband doesn't like those ones, but he's a better rider than me and can feel it more. I like feeling protected. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. those other ones yeah. weren't working. And now with COVID, pipe, like parts are so long to get in. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, no, I, mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 It's all, I, ordeal. It yeah. is. Yeah, so I would just rather everything be protected right now because so we've had even on, if you want to fix it, you can't. Yeah. Yeah, we've had ongoing discussions on running the like uh, stick-on ones that attach to the pipe versus just running an open pipe and blowing the dents back out. And like Kyle's gone down the hydroforce and now it just pops the dents back out. And the idea is that like we had that conversation today. We yeah. literally had that conversation. Today. I, I ended know, up building a tool to just push my dents out. Yeah, like push the small dents out, and the pipe kind of holds its main shape. Or if you put the big guard over, like attached to the pipe on it. And you hit something, it like reforms the whole pipe. And th- that's a lot yeah. harder, it seems, to, to get back to straight. Like so we just did my top end this, this morning and uh, pulled off the pipe. And right at the head is just this huge kink. From <laughs> yeah. Right yeah, 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 yeah. And it was just like the thing. It's, it's, totally, it's totally messed up. Like I literally need a new pipe. It's not just a little um, dent we can blow out. And that was just like the thing. I was just like, well, maybe just... You know, well, for one, don't hit stuff as hard. Yeah, that's not an option. <laughs> but I'm gonna. So maybe just yeah, don't run one and just deal with the dents because we're lucky enough to have quite a few people that can do that for us. So absolutely, excellent. But, don't I mean, bring I, it to my house. I have the hole blown in my roof. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's cool. Oh, there was there was air left in that pipe. Uh huh. <laughs> Yeah, there's have a the hole in the ceiling above the, ceiling? the sink. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's covered with white duct tape, but you can't see too much. It matches the ceiling, which is really funny because that would never that would never happen on a dirt bike. But apparently, in the kitchen, it's fair game. In the kitchen, <laughs> this isn't even oh, yeah. in the garage. Oh. No. Oh my god! There's, there's a drywall falling from the ceiling. Oh man. No, so, we got duct tape covering it. There's no <laughs> yeah. Just to, yeah, keep the bugs out. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, maybe um, let's get a, just some bike recommendations for ladies maybe getting into the sport and experienced riders such as yourselves. I guess it's like your yeah, beginners and then that intermediate where. Because I think you can go with like the TTR route and not have the inverted forks, or you could go with like real bikes and lean towards like the cross trainer or the 150 or the 300s. Yeah. And um, yeah, thoughts. I I I I love the KLX 140. That's uh, my number one recommendation for a bike. I mean, we have three wheel sizes, so. Um, depending again, like with the confidence with the rider on the height, cause some like we, like I work in a bike shop, so we have girls coming in that are like, you know, four foot 11 and we have girls that are like five foot eight. Uh, and it really, that bike with the power and everything, it's, it's a great, it's got good brakes. Like it's got disc brakes. It's got like decent suspension. And then you have the, the different, um, the wheel sizes that you can choose. So that's my favorite, um, beginner bike. Yeah. 
Um, yep. I don't recommend putting them on anything smaller just because you're never going to learn how to ride properly when you're all squished up on like a little, yeah. you know, well, one ten or whatever. It, it would yeah. almost be better to avoid like the small kids' bikes, I would imagine. Yeah. And oh, yeah, 100%. You power can't where... rock really. Yeah. And they you, always feel a, awkward to stand on. That's the other thing is the pegs. Yeah, you don't fit them. You yeah. can't yeah. stand on them properly, yeah. so you don't learn that. And then you just learn to stay sitting. It seems like it's all too common yeah. that that happens. It, yeah, and actually like uh, uh, coming into working into a bike shop when a lot of the guys that work there, like sales guys, they would see this shorter woman come in or, or teenage girl and they're like, oh, you know, you can touch great on yeah. uh, an SX85 or a YZ85. And I was like, you know, you're brand new. And the last thing you want to do is learn how to clutch the shit out of a bike going up a sandy hill. But that's going to yeah. turn you off like yeah. instantly. Yeah. And it's it going to be so frustrating. It's such a learning curve. And, and also like, you know, they may be, you know, five foot two and fit the height of an 85, but you're not a hundred pounds. You're not a hundred pound, 11 year old kid, you know, you're like 150, 160 pounds. And again, that's more work. And just, you know, I definitely like, you know, that's like a, a big bike that when they come in the shop, they just, you know, they're drawn yeah. to these 85s and stuff. And I'm just like, no, yeah. I really don't like, yeah, it may it's not really going to be intimidating. Like it might be an approachable looking bike, but it's yeah. not. It, it's, it's not a learning bike. You're not going. It's not the proper bike. Yeah. You're not going to enter the sport. Yeah. With a good experience on that. <laughs> yeah. 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 I try to explain it to them, and like, I'm like, you know, this bike's like, you know, like you're like raw, like up the hill, like a 140, just like lugging it. It's like nice. It's like a goat. You can just go anywhere, you know. And then you, you know, you're hopping on the 85. You're just like, ah, like you got to like basically yeah. scream up these hills, right? And are you ready to do that? Are you ready to go full gas to make it up this stuff? And they're like, nope. <laughs> so. I'm like, yeah, yeah, you don't want to be on that. I'm like, unless you want to go hit the track and be in wide open and you're going to be in that top power. And most of them are like, what? No. So no, yeah. don't, don't get on an 85. I don't recommend it. I mean, obviously if it's the only thing available, then it is what it is. Yeah. But, uh, there's bikes out there that are perfect to learn on. Yeah. And That's obviously we like then, our beta yeah. cross trainers. I, I guess then that would be the next logical step to uh, oh, yeah. say for progressing. Yeah. So you have a 140, you've grown, you're becoming a more confident rider. You're looking for the next step. Um, would you go to like the, the 254 strokes? I'm, I love the cross trainers. I think they're great bikes. Um, like the, the, yeah, I think the, the power valve was great. The I would, chugginess. Yeah. I guess, where, where do you go next? Uh, I always, uh, my, yeah, I love cross trainers. Absolutely love cross trainers. They're, they're just such a nice, easy bike to transition to, to a full size bike. The frames are really small. I mean, also the free rides, which we don't really see much. I mean, we have electric ones, but, yeah. um, you don't really see the gas ones yeah. anymore, but that was another bike that, uh, if you can find them, they're great, really nice, small frame. Um, and just the power delivery is really, really smooth. So it's really, really manageable. It's not very intimidating. Um, obviously I love the 150. I've put a lot of girls, uh, coming off of the 125s, like the TTRs and stuff onto 150s lowered. We've started them yeah. out lowered. Um, and actually all of them have been pretty happy with, uh, going onto the 150s. And um, do they have the, I've even had some, 
reasonable bottom end and stuff? Like, obviously, the free rides and the cross trainers are the 250s, 300s. Do you find that the 150s have enough, like, bottom end and whatnot for the technical single track? They're not bad. The, the new... Uh, the new TPIs are actually, there's a lot more uh, bottom end than you would think. And yeah. it's definitely not, they definitely don't feel like a 125. So uh, definitely would be going for a 150. Uh, I mean, it's it's not bad. You still have to be in the power um, and you got to keep it in the power. So you are working a little bit harder for more technical riding. Um, Something that comes up that, with the, you know, working harder and, Recluse. I'm just going to throw it out there. Uh, we aren't huge advocates. We're all about, I mean, you should learn proper clutch control and it's kind of a, a cheater. And I think you, it's you, a crutch and then it's a plateau shortly thereafter. But it's good. Like if you're entering the sport, they're, they're great. They, you know, if you're being overwhelmed by a lot of other things, I don't just thought uh, th- that's our opinions from where we come from. We just fear we throw that out there. Yeah. What are your thoughts? Um, I tried a recluse once. Um, <laughs> I hated it. Yeah. Uh, I get, yeah, I'm totally all about needing to learn how to ride a bike. Um, but you know, sometimes if it's just, if it's a matter of not riding or riding and the recluse yeah. is yeah. what it, you it need, then by all means. Yeah. But I, I think that I'm not, I'm not a fan of the recluse. So I, I, think I had one for just, a bit too. Yeah. Yeah. Not for you. I did. And I'm just mm-hmm. trying to think back. And when I first got it, I think I liked it because I was stalling more often, especially because once you get better, then you start riding more. You'll ride the harder trails. So in that way, it's nice. But I really didn't like when I was on a hill and couldn't make it up and it rolled back. And it free spools backwards? Between. Yeah. Yeah, between a tree and a my bike, that sucked. And yeah. then I found the plateau, and then I, I felt like my riding went downhill because it's too easy to be lazy. And I also, I felt like it was taking power away. Now, I'm not a motor person. I don't understand that stuff. I just felt like there wasn't some power that was there before. And yeah, then my still, husband took it out, and I was like, oh, there it is. So I don't know. I yeah. don't know what that is, you but I felt to, it for yeah. sure. Yeah, gear selection. Uh, if your your motor isn't at the right RPM, it it does. It, they and they slip a little bit. As well. well, I felt like the torque wasn't there. Or yeah, something yeah, as yeah. Much. That low end chug. Yeah. Oh, no, just curious. Yeah. Um, so we've yeah. always pitched it as a, a, a barrier to enter. Where if you've never driven a manual car and trying to figure out how to use your brake on your hand and foot and everything else you have going on. If, if the clutch is just too but much, you still for have you. to do it. Yeah. You're yeah. still using it. Cause you still have to clutch to get up that stuff. I think that's one thing that I like about my cross trainer is that like, I hardly ever stall that thing and I can be chugging along in third gear and the power is just there when yeah. I want it, even though I'm not going fast. Yeah. So I think I would just, rather than trying to recluse, I would, I would say get a cross trainer. I love that thing. <laughs> I love it. That's perfect. Don't 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 get a part yeah. for your bike. Get a new bike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah I, the right I, new bike. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And now we're yeah the three hundreds are on the the docket. They're coming I up for you there, Lindsay. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm super excited. Um, I, mm-hmm. It's time for me to not have to work as hard as yeah. I'm coming into my super senior ladies class soon. So perfect. Just, I'm ready to just. Yeah, I'm ready to just. Is that the next class we're making? Yes. yes. I'm in. Uh, yeah, do you have to make your own yes. class? Ladies over 40. Yeah. Ladies over 40 will be coming in the next year or so. And uh, I'll be in it. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I've, uh, 300 is just, again, with. Um, I've been actually injured for a few years and kind of staying away from the harder technical riding and uh yeah. i'm feeling like pretty good again so i want to get back into it so uh, i think the 300 is definitely the bike for that um just riding my win 50 is is a lot more work and kind of finding my sweet spots um there's just a very small sweet spot on the 150 for um you know wheel lifts and stuff it's nice to just always have that torque to it's just a little bit more predictable so yeah. i'm just Got to be able to have those dirty dangles, big pivot turns, (laughs) big wheelies. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I just like to not flame out going up a hill, basically. Absolutely. Every time. (laughs) Yeah. I want to just be lazy and just. That's perfect. Not screaming into every, every hill climb. Yeah. I'm too old for that now. For sure. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe we'll move on to um, some quick gear recommendations. What are some nice. some of the good gear to buy for women and specifically and otherwise? What fits good? What works? What brands? What do we use? Ooh, what do we not you know, use? Another way we could take the, the another way we could take the mud honeys is like start like a gear co-op where all the oh. ladies pitch in and we can start a gear company for women and then we'll have some more options. <laughs> I like yeah, that. That's my next would, idea for the mud honeys. <laughs> that sounds ambitious. The first thing I would, yeah, the first thing I would design would be um, boots. Uh, that's been like the hardest thing for me. Yeah. Uh, I have small feet. I've like super for the height that I am. I wear a size six. Yeah. So it's almost impossible to find a competitive level boot uh, in my size. So um, that would be if I did start my own uh, apparel riding company, it would be yeah. a, it would be a, a good, strong competitive level boot that fits women, small feet. And, you know, I have, you know, yeah. lady legs and I wear knee braces. That's another big thing is actually yeah, just gear that you can fit knee braces under. All protective It's like gear, impossible. Because yeah. it's like, like a whole uh, other thing, whole other challenge to do is once you're all set up with your yeah. bike, then you've got to go and get gear. And that's not the easiest thing yeah. either. Yeah. So it's, and still like I, I went to a bike show and I, Alpine Stars was there and they had this huge wall of all these boots and I was like, sick. Like, what have you got this year? Right. I was like, I'm looking for a boot for me. I was like, this is my size. And you know, I rate off road and I need like a good, a good boot. And, uh, they're like, Oh, we have these down here. Oh no. A level one. The Stella in a pink and zebra print. Oh, decent. That's going to go with nothing of the other Ankle support, and they were like the their base base model boot in pink 
and zebra print. <laughs> and they're just like, this, 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 this is, yeah. yeah, I was just like, all right. <laughs> so, uh, but actually they ended up coming up with a, the tech seven S, um, which is what kids I ride boot? now. They're a kid. Yes. Us yeah, women yeah. get kids boots. Yes, uh, we were. Yeah, uh, apparently. Well, I know. Face palm again. And our, I know. So, um, our uh, friend Stacy also has those Tech Seven S's, and that's the reason I know that. Are, uh, what? Uh, like, are they so they're, similar? They're just like size wise they're a, smaller. They're a, a couple. I think a a full buckle shorter. Yeah, yeah. the worst part is they're shorter. Oh, okay. So, so you're not getting the shin protection. You don't get the full yeah, shin protection. There's a gap between my knee braces and my boots. Yeah. Which so, is less than ideal. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, they fit. Uh, that, yeah. What about, have you, uh, has anybody in the, the group tried CDs or run with them? Because I know they uh, do go we, to little baby sizes. We, we just got CDs at the shop last week. Yeah. Um, and I was going to take some home. And uh, and try them because I was so excited for CDs to come out for we have women specific CDs, and uh, I couldn't get them on my knee braces. They wouldn't buckle up over my knee braces. So, uh-huh. yeah, they the calves were quite uh, skinny, so they don't yeah. fit on knee braces. But they okay. fit my foot, but they didn't fit my knee braces. So that was super disappointing because, yeah. again, I think. Um, whoever's you know designing these women's pants and whatever they just don't think we actually use uh, proper riding protection underneath and uh, they know we can't find any <laughs> oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no 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 they don't need size for knee braces they don't have any wow. <laughs> yeah. that's good good yes yeah, oh. yeah. yeah no, um, apparently the that's the difference between those cd leis i believe they are the women's version and the that's the difference between the women's version and the men's apparently is mostly like a big part of it is just the calf portion of it. So I don't yeah. know whether they're smaller and honestly, or bigger. Honestly, go look but, at like most women's calves and look at men's calves. Like yes. men usually have these chick and women have like these nice calves. You know, Absolutely. they're usually very strong. Women have strong <laughs> legs. <laughs> Alex has his little chicken legs. Yeah. Yeah. I'm uh, so I have <laughs> oh, another I problem where my boots are usually like the buckles are as like done up as they possibly go. And I'm yeah. not far behind. And mine though. are like basically busting at the seams trying to like fit over my uh, my yeah. calves and my knee braces. Like it's I mean, growing up there was like even no option. Like my dad used to get me like uh the smallest size was a men's eight and I would just wear like a whole bunch of woolly socks and just learn how to shift with these like I, I may or clown may not shoes on. run a size 8 in my moto boots <laughs> yeah. one size 8 is fine yeah. but even yeah. if they could just take those sizes down a little yeah. why are they no. stopping at men's 8 yeah. why can't they go stop at a men's oh they, they go they, now, <laughs> uh, they do go to a 6 some alpine stars go to a 6 actually that's yeah. So you can't get that's like six what, men. A seven, a, men. That's a seven and a half women's. Like that's yeah, that's eight, yeah, yeah. That's, that's yeah. still a big boot. And then again, that's, the calves yeah. are really thick. Yeah. Socks still yeah. doesn't get you around that. Yeah, but like six thick. Yeah. Uh, you can yeah, do it. I believe in you. Thick socks shouldn't be the answer. Like then your foot's just swimming around in there. It's not. 
like yeah. get, uh, there um, should be boots available to fit. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. It's basically just like we just adapt. Like I, you know, we've been riding since we were kids and we just adapt to what we're given and like with the height of the bikes, the gear, we just, we just, which, you know, which uh, is like, which is an awful statement. You know, like, you know, everything's bikes are made for men. Uh, gears made for men, uh-huh. but, but, but we just make uh, it work. Uh, like, I guess, uh, we, any brands, we do. Yeah. <laughs> brands and models that you guys are having success with though. Um, just, you know, for, for ladies out there that are perhaps in, you know, in your boots <laughs> struggling, um, that any recommendations, places they, they should look or go to that gear brands. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm a big ride. I, I love climb gear. Yeah. I find that, uh, it fits, uh, me the best uh it fits my knee braces uh it's durable it has pockets um, what knee braces it's kind of the most comfortable so far too yeah yeah it is uh i ride mobius right now uh, oh yeah knee braces i find the well. most yeah yeah, yeah I want CTIs as yeah. well oh my goodness yeah. Yeah. yeah we're both twinning yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we had a discussion on gear in one of our episodes and we're fans of the climb stuff just for off-road pants that have stretchy parts in the right sections and pockets that it just, I would, I would love to see if they could make sure they have big enough sizes for women and like they only have the one type. So I'm looking for gear that's warmer when we're winter riding, but they just have the mesh. Like we ride in the winter too. Yeah. Yeah, That's it. You, you get one option. You don't get all these different, even if we can't and have then, as different of options because there's not as many of us, like, can we have gear that's warm? <laughs> I yeah. just end up wearing right. a hoodie. Yeah. 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 I know you have like six or eight lines for men and you have the one women's line. And but, it's, yeah, it's it's, it's the, the summer XE light. I mean, yeah. I, I love the fit, but no options for... Um, yeah, let's keep that I think fit they and have, give, uh, give some more models. Like, yeah. You got the Dakar, yeah. the XE. Uh, what's the one in between? The Mo- uh, what's the uh, other Mojave? Um, the Mojaves, the yeah. Mojave, yeah. And then the XE and the XE uh, Lite, like and, yeah. There's a plethora. Yeah, of I mean options. other brands. So, like, uh, I'm actually really, uh, I really like uh, the Fox uh, Flex Air. So yeah. they came Ooh, out yeah. with a Fox Fox Flex for women. Um, and that's actually my preferred gear for motocross. So I ride uh, Fox Flex on the track. Um, it's like it's four way stretch. It fits good. Uh, don't go. Don't even like when you're looking at sizing when you're buying Fox. Do not look at the number because you're just gonna hate yourself. Um, their sizing is super whack. Just yeah. just go with what fits. Don't look at the sizes because the the sizes are really off. Yeah. Um, but the the they that was like the first company that actually came out with like, they have their, they have a Legion. Um, they have their basic 180, which is just the base level, but yep. the Legion women's again is, uh, actually like a, a good, I like it. I like it a lot. Uh, as for fit Fox, not so much for me, uh, unless it's stretchy <laughs> that I can get it up and over things I need to get it over. Um, so the Fox flex roots, it works good for me and it's nice. They do have the three. So Fox is, you know they're they're on the right path, so it would be nice to see. That's really other, interesting. Uh, Continue it, yeah. and it's yeah companies to to kick it up. So yes, go Fox. I'm and, you know we're, we're back on the Fox train, <laughs> which like is it. which is like which is good and bad. Like for 
Fox, I mean, not for yourself, it's all good. But, like, I know for myself, like, it fits so good for me. But it falls apart immediately in uh, all the trees. That's why it's track only. Yes. I do not wear Fox. If you just look at a tree, it's it's shredded. So yeah. I know, but it fits <laughs> yeah, so I've, good. So it's so tempting yeah. for me. And I'm like, no, 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 don't do it. Yeah. Don't do it. See, that's what it's like to wear yoga pants, guys. It's amazing. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's like, things be like <laughs> once you guys figure it out, yeah. that's all you'll be wearing. I promise. Yeah. <laughs> I might have. Yeah, we might. definitely aren't wearing yoga pants right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One of us isn't. <laughs> I got my, like, my sweatpants on. Yeah, super cute. <laughs> uh, um, so, <laughs> yeah, yeah take her away so, there yeah le- um lessons learned i mean uh, trying to pass out some knowledge what's uh something that you guys um hear from each of you uh something that you know now that uh would have helped a lot starting out that you, a, a tip to uh to pass on to to somebody like like you know learn this the hard way you're probably falling into the same trap like just do or buy or avoid um, such and such yeah just yeah, someone will save somebody else some, some heartache, some struggles, time, money, tears, all of the Gear. above. Uh, some I feel like gear. I still have all of those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like the the fox here, where you put it on and you're like, oh, this is so nice, and then you go shredding. Wow. It's like you know what? It's great, but don't go where there's yeah, little sticks that are going to give you three hundred dollars. I'll never get back. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, don't wear it. Uh, okay, I would say, um, for if I was talking to myself at, you know, 17, 18, 19, even in my 20s, just like, you know, have a sense of humor because it's like riding bikes is fucking hard. It's hard. <laughs> it's frustrating. And just be like, the, like, just like, you know, it's so ridiculous, the shit you get yourself into. And just like, you know, it's have a sense of humor about it out there just like this is just so ridiculous but you're doing it and it's fun and like yeah like don't beat yourself up if like you know you're not doing well or compare yourself to other people it's just you know you guys are doing like riding is nuts hard neural people are nuts and it's hard but it's it's hilarious i don't know just do your best and have fun doing it have fun learning it have fun crashing and yeah, don't take yourself so seriously. That's what I would do. Now that I'm older, <laughs> just have fun. I try to tell the girls, they just get so serious. Get out of your head. You know, when you're riding, you get frustrated. Just, yeah. you know, be in the moment. Have fun. Yeah. That's what I would say. And don't wear That's, fox gear in the bushes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, above all else, don't wear fox gear Above in the bush. all else. <laughs> Oh my goodness, actually. Did, uh, that's that's the, the battery dying face. Is it the battery dying <laughs> face or is she just doing this for us? No. This is the best thing ever. Okay. She, no. My computer died. We, we can see that. Oh no. <laughs> that's the oh no face. So uh, <laughs> the, uh, the tips, if you know then what you know now. Um, We're like something you would tell someone just getting into well, it the uh cross trainer we're enjoying it it is yes i love it i i i call it my cheater bike because it made everything so easy i feel like i'm cheating now yeah. 
Um, if you're going to fall going up something or over something, just give it gas at the end so you end up on the right side. That, yeah. Oh, that's a gooder. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, I, you guys heard asked about shorter riders and tips, and I was trying to think of something, but I can't really, other than lowering your bike. But I was talking to one of our other Mud Honeys, Bobby, and she's shorter, and she picks her bike up backwards. Yeah, because oh, she's shorter yeah. and it's so heavy. So and I was like, "Oh, I could use that tip," but yeah. I haven't actually tried it yet because I got that at dinner today. So that was. On, um, uh, I thought that was really good. Learned to ride on a DR650 and dropped it a lot, and uh, they're mm-hmm. pretty big pigs of bikes. And yeah, that was um, yep. the guy at the Harley shop showed me that that turn around backwards, and then grab the bars yeah. in the seat and then lift with your legs instead of kind of the. It yeah. works quite well. I definitely tire myself a lot by picking up my bike, especially if I'm going on a ride where I'm trying to improve. So um, usually my husband doesn't help me until I've asked for it because I don't like it when I fail at first and someone rushes in to help. That bothers me. So I really appreciate that he waits to ask. Sometimes we'll go riding with other people and they'll kind of look at him like he's a jerk. Like, why aren't you helping your wife? But that's kind of our thing. Um, and for because she's yeah, absolutely. So is this like so, another but, like um, say riding with la- say like for us riding with ladies? Is it worth having like that conversation like in the parking lot before you go out for a ride? Just judging mm-hmm. like how much assistance you want because like obviously picking yeah. up a bike for you costs a whole lot more energy than it would for say myself and yeah. if it keeps so the ride of confidence going do, if it's just a pick up my bike thing he'll do that so i don't get too tired but like i'm talking if i'm struggling getting over a log yeah. Oh, yeah. i don't like it if he just does it right away like i want to try it i want to get over it yeah. to i want to learn how to get over it because yeah. if we're in a race he's not there but we also try to balance it between how tired I get. So like we kind of do both. Yeah. But definitely take the help in the simple places to lift up your bike and then learn the more technical ones and use your energy there. I would say that's. Hey, that's a great. Yeah. That would I be like my that. tip. Yeah. 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 So yep. maybe we'll, uh, cool. we'll throw some of the, the questions that we did give you a heads up on. <laughs> um, start with the, social, start with the social shout out. Oh yeah, Lindsay can't hear anything. Oh, oh. I can't hear you guys. Are you saying? Yeah. No, oh, we're having sorry. a great conversation without you. <laughs> uh, we're just yeah. gonna start uh, <laughs> talking about you know since we're having some some technical stuff going on, um, the social shoutout, uh, a social an Instagram. Um, noteworthy Instagram follows. Instagram that you know it doesn't have to be a company or a person, just something that you know travels through your feed that. Um, you know, give somebody some exposure that, Hey, this is good content. This is good information. Or even oh, makes you want to go out and ride your bike or makes you want to go ride your bike. Yeah. Just something that, uh, somebody generating good content, I guess something you enjoy. Well, one of my favorites is, uh, Manny Littenbickler. I just, yeah. I, I, I love his attitude. Um, he's just always having like a fun time, like, and he's, and I love just the crew, the, all the racers, they're all friends. They all yeah. seem like really tight. They all ride together. They're all friends. They're always having a good time. So I really love, uh, Manny, uh, Billy, like 
yeah. those are probably my yeah, it's a top good, two. Really good dynamic they have going there. And that's uh, what Manny's, yeah. Manny's always all smiles. Like, and he's, he's always got that, yeah. 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 silly. Like, yeah. 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 I love uh, Manny. Um, uh, what else? Anybody local needs a shout out? Anybody awesome? Local. Oh, God. There's so many. Um, my favorite is uh, Ollie. Uh, she's Ollie Fell Again. Uh, she is my absolute favorite writer. Um, she was. Uh, just this little nugget on uh, one of our first Mud Honeys uh, event. She showed up on her little bike. Her dad dropped her off. Um, I think she's 17 now, but one of like my favorite riders, just watching her progress um, into this amazing, amazing rider. And I think she's going to go somewhere for sure. And she's hilarious and she has such a good attitude. And uh, I just, yeah, if you, you know, if you can just follow uh, her pages um, at Ollie F- Falls again. Yeah. I actually recently oh, started Ali. following her the other the other day. Ollie fell again. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, absolutely love Ollie um, for sure. And just riding with her, just an incredible rider and uh, terrifying to follow because she just does everything and anything, and her lines are just insane. So. Um, but she definitely pulls me out of my comfort zone if I'm following her or going trail riding with her. And she's, you know, well, I think she just turned 17. So we've been riding with her since she was 12, 11, 12 oh, wow. years old. Yeah. And yeah. And her dad, Tim, is amazing. He's just, he's always been uh, a helper with us with the Mud Honeys. So uh, definitely uh, Tim and Ollie are uh, awesome. And she just got back from Odessa. And if you get a chance to watch her, your video from Odessa. That's pretty funny. Um, who else we got? Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, maybe send us over to send oh, us over. Team Decent. I love Team Decent. They're one of my favorite group of guys here on the island. If you don't follow Team Decent, actually, um, they have of- reached out to us a bunch of times now. And <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I feel like we're in the same same category. <laughs> Team Decent. Um, but yeah, if I ever make it down to the island, I'm definitely it. going to. Uh, hit them up because they offered to tour me around a little bit. Should we yeah, start a 100%. team mediocre yeah, up here? Team average. Yeah. yeah. Team average. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're just such a, like a, a funny bunch of guys. Um, How many is there? It's like, there's like an unknown amount. Uh, well, there's, um, there's Quinn McCullough, Chris Litchie, uh, Tony Wilson, um, Jeff Goodwin and Leon, Leon, I don't remember Leon. And just Leon. Okay. Leon. (laughs) Aussie Leon, the chainsaw. Oh, yeah. And that, yeah. Chainsaw. Yeah, yeah, we can all assume what that means. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And Leon will cook you a burger. So Thursday night burgers at the VMC with Team Decent. So shout out to Team Decent. Um, Very good. Oh, yeah. And uh, obviously, all of the girls on our Mud Honeys team. um, We got. Uh, just uh, actually, we want to give a shout out to Taylor, who is probably um, having a baby right now. Oh, so, excellent! Yeah, congratulations, Taylor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So uh, her due date was yesterday, and she was uh, not feeling so good this morning. So oh, no. hopefully, we'll have a baby anytime now. So probably by the time this is on air, she'll be. Oh yeah, a she'll baby. be. Yeah. Yeah, Come so on. that's Taylor. Uh, she's uh, Miss T Bull, I believe, on Insta. Uh, Bobby uh, Bjornholt, she's the uh, my better half to the Mud Honeys that started it, and um, 
she is off with injury right now, but you know, she's been around the scene for a really long time and a huge, huge, um, involvement in, uh, the Vidra, so Vancouver Islander Writers Association. Yeah. She's a big part of it, kind of keeping that together. Um, and you run the, do you run the Mud yeah. Honeys Instagram? Yeah, we, we, me and Bobby and Ashley and yeah, yeah, we run the, it's a little dry right now. We're so busy. <laughs> We're, yeah. I kind of, I got a lot on my plate. I'm running Vidra now and, um, yeah, I saw. Are you the, one of the presidents of the VIHSS? I am the president of Vancouver Island Dirt Riders, yeah, and oh. run the you Vancouver Island Hair Scramble Series. Yeah. yeah, and the new Hard Enduro Series. So um, that's something that would be um, a good, uh, something to follow for us is the island. I mean, the island is wicked for Hard Enduro. So this is our first year that we're actually making a full series. Um, so we have three races coming up in the fall. We got, um, Tearsburg that's put on by Ashley's husband, Jeff, and we've got the monster mash at Cook Creek. And then we have the Kirk, which is in Shawnigan Lake. Yes. Um, that's put on by Kit. I know they look um, so that's exciting. We, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I'm hoping that at least a few of the mud honeys will be out there. Um, we don't have a ladies class for hard enduro, but we'll probably just tuck in with the guys and you'll definitely see Ollie. So Ollie's the one to watch out in the hard enduro. Um, she rides a Sherco 300. She rides a Sherco 250. She just picked up a Sherco oh, 250 yeah. and she let me ride it. And I was just like, oh, now nice I really bikes. want one. <laughs> you don't really oh, want I was, one? I do. I do. Oh, I was yeah. like, damn it. Yeah. No, I loved it. Yeah. I just kind of, bombed around on the last ladies night actually and i got to play on it and it's super fun i love it and uh i think it's really gonna kick up her riding having a good bike for her so absolutely yeah. and yeah so she's definitely she loves just being challenged so it's it's uh it's awesome i'm glad that, uh, she's doing what she's doing right now and and then uh yeah so the hard enduro series i hopefully it it, it goes well i know we kind of had to split it up with our regular hair scramble um, series so we have I think uh, six or seven races in our hair scramble series yeah. and then we have three hard enduro I just I think we had to split it up just because the average Joe wasn't really into half the races we were putting on and I'll take the I'll take the throw away for that one guys so yeah instead he, of having three throwaways people were we a little bit sad this. when they were in that race because I think he said yeah. there was like he made was like a part of one race that was just part of the hair scramble series, and then nobody was having a good time on it. That is the good time, though. Yeah, I know. I think some so. people don't feel that way. Some, <laughs> some people <laughs> love it, yeah. uh, and then uh, yeah, some people come to the island to race some of our races, and they're just like, "What the hell was that?" Yeah, I can <laughs> but, see that. Uh, yeah. I know if you're a pretty hardcore cross country guy and. Yeah, yeah. That's my. That's my. Your your bike up a cliff. It might not be in your thing. I know. That's my goal this year is to get over there. Um. Yeah, if you can, for sure. We. If you don't want to hit the hard enduro, just. Yeah. Yeah, won't take up too much more of your time. But uh, give me your pump up songs. Oh, I like later bitches. That's that's my on the line jam. I usually listen to music while I ride. So yeah. Uh, Later bitches is. (laughs) okay okay and ashley uh oh and um i didn't want to forget to mention katie and 
we have a few extra mud honeys that we should probably shout out. Absolutely, we have quite. We got quite a pack actually. So we've got um, Katie Wigan, um, Janelle. She's uh, one of our top riders. Uh, she's wicked, uh, super fast, one to watch as well, and um, she'll probably be moving up into expert as well. And she, uh, we have a lot of cross trainer riders. Natasha as well. She's on a cross trainer. Uh, Katie's on a KTM 300. Janelle's on a cross trainer. Um, oh God, we have so many girls. Who am I missing? <laughs> yeah. well, that's perfect. That's it. We'll probably all be up. Okay, and we need. And we'll, yeah. We oh, need Ashley's song. Pump up song. Oh, she likes later bitches too. You got to. Oh pick. my goodness. Where it's like break away from the boys. We're gonna make some noise when we put that video. What the hell is that song called, though? <laughs> I don't know what it is. I don't know. Sorry, we didn't really do our research on these. That's things. okay. You know what? You're gonna let us know, <laughs> and then we're gonna add it to our Spotify playlist. Perfect. Yes. Sounds good. Sweet. Ashley's pump up song, TBD. <laughs> okay, sounds good. We'll figure it out. We'll text you. <laughs> sounds good. Alrighty. Well, I think we'll leave it at that unless you got any more questions. I think we're all loaded up. Excellent. Thank you guys so much for coming on. This was lovely. Yeah, it was, uh, it was great to meet you. Hear Thanks, more. guys. Yeah, we're headings. glad we could make it all work with all the schedules of everybody, all four yeah. of us, and make it happen. Yeah. Well, hopefully we'll see you guys out here. Absolutely. See Try you. our darndest. Tearsburg. Yes. Cheers for 2022. I'm going to try so hard. Road trip. Road trip. Alrighty, guys. Okay. Talk to you later.